Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Fritzy is not here today. It has nothing to do with the Broncos losing by 50. He's taking uh, the day off for uh, the religious holiday. Yes, Paul. How about a new policy on the show? If your team loses by 50, you have to work. Okay, I Just, think that's fair. It's going to be enforced often. I think that's fair. I think that's a good poll question Jeff in Detroit brought up, Seton. Who's going to have more wins this year, Colorado Buffaloes or the Denver Broncos, based off uh, both being blown out this past weekend? Well, there was another poll question thought I had, too, there, which was uh, worst butt whooping this weekend. Worst butt whooping. Oregon, Colorado, Miami, Denver. Okay. I think it's got to be Miami, Denver. You could throw the Bears in there. Yeah. Yeah. People, I think people got caught up in Taylor Swift being there and sort of forgot about the result. It's like Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game seeing Travis Kelsey. And then that was kind of it. Even the post-game press conference. They're asking Patrick Mahomes about Taylor Swift, not his injured ankle. He told me it like the last minute, but there's some things with Trav where he kind of just says it, and you're like, you don't know if it's true or not. Uh, he says it so calmly. It was like Friday. He was just like, uh, yeah. I think I think she's coming to the game today, and then just moved about his business. I mean, to the game this weekend, and then moved about his business. So you're kind of like, it's, I guess it's, I guess that just happens. I guess so. Uh, I don't know. It's just Travis. Yeah, he's got a tender ankle. We know that. Got banged up a little bit. Left the game. And no, oh, by the way, let me ask you three questions about Taylor Swift. <laughs> we got our priorities in place here. I'd be asking about the ankle because that. Could be reoccurring here. You're never going to work at entertainment tonight with that attitude. Uh, you're right. Dan Patrick. You're right. <laughs> Cardinals over the Cowboys. Colts beat the Ravens. My Dol- kids come running down the stairs. It's whatever time the game starts, 4-20. Dad, do you see what's going on in the Chiefs game? Like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Turn it on. Turn It's on. They went crazy. Went berserk. Dolphins beat the Broncos. Oregon roughs up Colorado. Texans beat the Jags in Jacksonville. Huh? As Marvin would like to say. Huh? Huh? 11. Yeah. Texans beating the Jags is a sneaky great win for the Texans. Um, Dolphins by 50. Oregon by 36. Colts over the Ravens in Baltimore in overtime. What the heck? Cardinals beat the Cowboys. By the way, I'm having a real hard time figuring out what pass interference is nowadays. Nowadays? I really, really, really don't understand it. All right. Give me an example. Uh, well, there was a, a call in the Ravens-Colts games that was definitely controversial. Oh, that was Zay Flowers. That's definitely pass interference. Uh, there was another one in the Patriots game 
where a dude straight up just got tackled before the ball got there, and that there was no call on that. I don't understand, and it's happening in lots and lots of games where you're like, how is that not pass interference? There's clearly contact. Well, I'll work on that. I'll get some of my best people looking Thanks. into that. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and Taylor Swift take. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for NBC to uh, update their promo for that on Sunday night. Could you see Patrick Mahomes? Who are you going to have in there for the Jets? Zach Wilson? Do you do Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift versus the Jets Sunday night? Oh, uh, there it is. Uh, who do we have? Do we have uh, Garrett Wilson? Okay. So Patrick Mahomes, Garrett Wilson is uh, the graphic there. That'd be funny if they did put up Mahomes, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> if they're still dating by then. You never know. We're just having fun. Yes, We're we just are. just getting to know We're each just other. Just having fun. All right. Uh, poll question for the final hour. Are we going to go with who has more wins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with uh, who has more wins. In Colorado. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can update you from the first hour, if you'd like. By the way, the uh, line moved a little bit on Colorado winning the national title. It went from 11,000 to plus 25,000. <laughs> uh, Shador Sanders Heisman was plus 1,800, now plus 6,000. Yikes. Uh, what else do you have seen? Uh, most shocking NFL result this weekend. Yeah. Uh, right now it's Cardinals over, over the Cowboys have 49% of the vote. 42% of the vote is Miami hanging 70 on Denver. <laughs> Dang. Man. Garrett Bowles is one of the offensive linemen for the Broncos, and he had this to say after the loss. Right now, what are the emotions like going through your head personally? <laughs> it's uh, tired of losing, man. Uh, I've been here for seven years, and all I've done is lost, and it's frustrating. Okay. Nice voice, by that's the way. That's 100% Shea and Irving. It does sound a little 100%, bit. 100% that's him. Yeah. Been here seven years. All we do is lose. <laughs> Danny. Whew, Shea and Irving is in a bad place today. <laughs> he is in a bad place today. Uh, Barry in Santa Fe. Welcome back, Barry. Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Uh, Worst of the weekend, obviously the Jets. And first of all, if my chiclets were loose, they would have flown out too. Um, After watching uh, Hard Knocks, I thought maybe Zach Wilson might, uh, you know, be able to be 20, 25% chance he might be adequate. Obviously not. We need a quarterback. And uh, to quote the great Paul Simon, where have you gone, Bubby Brister? Jet Nation turns its lonely eyes to you. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's the way the lyrics go, but thank you, Barry. A little dated there. Simon and Garfunkel and Joe DiMaggio. The Steelers are in Kansas City. They weren't planning on being in Kansas City. They've been stuck there since their flight back from Vegas, made an emergency landing this morning. They have engine trouble. And right now they hope to get a new plane and depart in about 30 minutes. Uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. Tom Pelissero, the NFL Network. Yes, Pauline? According to ESPN reporter Brooke Pryor, not only have the Steelers been stuck at the Kansas City airport during the, after the emergency landing, they haven't gotten off their old plane while they're waiting on a new one. So they're just sitting on the plane. Some big dudes. I never understood that sometimes. They'll pull away, they'll back away from the gate, and then you'll just sit there because somebody else has to use the gate, and then you could be there for a couple hours. I'm amazed when my flight leaves on time and lands on time. Like, I I, I truly go, wow, that's pretty cool. Have you guys ever had one of those four hours at the gate or four hours waiting at a, on yes. a plane where just motionless? Three. Three hours. And then you have families with babies. And I'm thinking, this is this is cruel. This is cruel. Yeah. Yes, Eden. I did. I had. I, I'm guessing it was about two hours because I I had saved a movie for my first leg of the flight from uh, the East Coast to Chicago, I think, mm-hmm. and I watched that movie while waiting for the plane to take <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, like, oh man, I'm really screwed for the rest of this flight. Yes, more. For the first time, remember our uh, flight to Ireland. We left early. 
we left maybe oh, yeah. a couple minutes early. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you know, we, you know, put up your trays. We'll be landing soon. Really? Man, I love this. Yeah, see. Okay, this is one is from uh, the toddler. Which would you rather have happen to you? You lose the game, but your plane takes off and lands safely and you're all on time. Or you win the game, but you have to make an emergency landing and you're still stuck on the plane. If I said to the Broncos, you could be in Kansas City and you can't get back home, but you won the game against the Miami Dolphins. I think they would take that. Because so? now you're stuck with a loss for an entire week as opposed to being stuck in Kansas City on a tarmac. Yeah, but that's for pretty miserable. Hours. Being stuck on the plane is miserable. No, no. Losing by 50. You just made history. Congratulations. Yeah, what's the question? Yeah. What's the question? <laughs> Here's Sean Payton after the loss. I know that you said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm more. Third time the team has scored 70 <laughs> points over 70. What's the question? What's the question? How do you feel about it being I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. Next question. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this was pointed out. A Nathaniel Hackett-led Denver team never gave up 70 points in a game. Dang. Just saying. One of our, one of our listeners. Dang. <laughs> oh, God. If I gave, I said this to Paul this morning. If I gave Sean Payton a do-over, and I said you could stay as an analyst, or you could still be the head coach of the Broncos. Now, I know he's getting paid a lot of money. But I'm guessing he had pretty good money to begin with and not making the same money as an analyst that he is as a head coach. But if I ask him around 5 o'clock last night, you know, you, you could go back as an analyst and we'll wipe the start of this season clean. Yeah, Paul. Sean Payton's making at least $17 million yeah, a year yeah. for the next five years. So he's making Tony Romo money right. as a coach. Yeah. Uh, Tony Romo had a lot of, I don't know, Jims, yesterday. He leads the league in, I don't know, Jims. I know. I no, don't know, You're supposed to know, Tony. Right. Like, if you don't know, we don't know. Do you have your Tony Romo impersonation ready, Seton O'Connor? I know. Well, he always gets, it's the energy part that I need for him. Like, What's going to happen here, Jim? <laughs> tell us. You're supposed to tell us. Yeah, no, I know. You're, you're supposed to be the yeah. guy like, I love when Jim Nance is like, Tony, what would you do here? I don't really know, Jim. Not sure. This is a tough one. <laughs> Third one. Uh, what are they going right. to do, Jim? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Nick in Cincinnati. Hi, Nick. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Uh... 5'11 and three quarters, a hard 130. Uh, best and worst, I'm going to start with the worst. Uh, you guys touched, touched on it earlier. Hard. Um, uh, the NFL officiating, just good gravy. Just god awful. One play that sticks out to me, I heard Florian, or I saw Florian Sims talking about it in the Cleveland game, Amari Cooper clearly caught one, came down in bounds. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good six inches in bounds. The ref was three feet away and blew the play dead. So yep. it was just, that's good. one good play point. among all of them. Yep. Just, just bad. And my best, uh, my wife and I took our nephew to his first Reds game. Um, he had a blast, asked lots of questions, and we got to see friend of the show, Joey Votto. Uh, when he walked up to bat, uh, for the first time, he got a, about a two-minute ovation. He went back in the batter's box like twice, and after um, after the game, he admitted that it almost brought him to tears. So, and his last at bat, he also got a single. So, yeah, pretty cool. He's one of our favorites, and uh, not sure if it's his last at bat as a Cincinnati Red, but that city is very fortunate to have Joey Votto represent them. Yes, Paulie, I have a little airline update from you. Okay. A guy I know who's a pilot told me that. You know, sometimes they back away from the gate and they're starting to taxi out and then they stop. Yeah. And you're just sitting there. Um, at least it used to be if they take off take off from the gate or back away from the gate, that counts as an on-time departure. Oh, God. I don't know if that's still true, yeah. but he said this guy's been a long-time pilot, 30 that's messed years. Up. That's messed up. Uh, can we play the Ryan Day comment again after the big win against Notre Dame? Because uh, I had a source who followed up with what Ryan Day had to say. Toughness, that's it. Physicality, cross the board, finish it off, having guts. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team, I cannot believe. This is a tough team right here. 
We're proud to be from Ohio. And it's always been Ohio against the world. And it'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids. And we got a tough team. What did they prove to you tonight in this victory that you'll take away and run with? Everybody's questioning these kids all the time. We had one bad half the last couple years. That's it. These guys are warriors right here to come back and win. This kid right here to come back in the second half and win. I'm emotional about this for a reason. I love them. When someone attacks your family to come in and win like this is special. It's a great win for our program and a great win for Ohio State. All right. Now, Lou Holtz, former Notre Dame head coach, pregame said that Notre Dame was going to win because they were going to be more physical. He was on Pat McAfee's show. And at Notre Dame, and he said, you know, they were going to be more physical than Ohio State. I'm paraphrasing here. This is uh, my uh, source who just sent me a text. What is with the Ohio State versus the world mantra? Uh, Ryan Day was defending himself from all the criticism that he's received, not his players. He took a timeout prior to the Jets sweep in the fourth quarter where he clearly was unsure what to run. He went with finesse instead of power. If they lose the game, and it looked that way at the time, his job is in real jeopardy. This is a good Ohio State team, not a great one. And according to a source, they got lucky. Could have easily lost that game. Notre Dame lost that game. I don't know if Ohio State won as much as Notre Dame lost it, but you got to win to stay alive in the playoffs. And Notre Dame can't afford another slip up. And they got some tough sledding ahead of them. Yeah, Paul. Dan, if you were about a 15 or 20 years older, he'd be calling you out next week. Uh, well, he, he'd call out me through my source. Uh, who's calling him out. Because this is about Ryan Day. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's not about his players. It's about him. Well, that's why, right, if Lou Holtz says, well, the way that teams like Alabama and Michigan twice and like whoever else have beaten them is because they were just more physical, and I think that's what Notre Dame is going to do today. I don't. That doesn't seem like all that inflammatory to me. Like that. No. But, look, everybody feels like they're slighted. That's the newest thing in college football. Uh, I'm taking receipts. Uh, that's personal. Okay. All right. It's an emotional sport. And if you want to take something an 86-year-old man, Lou Holtz said, and use that as motivation, go ahead. Yeah, Marv. But isn't that what every single football coach has done since the beginning of football? They don't believe in us. You guys are ranked number one. Don't even matter. <laughs> don't even matter. You got to have a chip on your shoulder. We, we weren't unanimous. You got to have a chip on your shoulder. Come on. You think Nick Saban's not using something during – this week, when they were talking about their quarterbacks, yeah, I'm sure he brought that up. But this is about Ryan Day, not about his players. All right, we'll take a break. Jason McCourty's doing uh, great work at NFL Network, former uh, defensive back. He'll stop by. We'll uh, get his thoughts on how did that happen with the Dallas Cowboys? How does it happen where you give up 70 points in a game? And how did the Texans go to Jacksonville and win that game? And the Colts go to Baltimore and win that game. That'll be right after this Dan Patrick show. Another week of football coming up on Thursday night. Get in on all the action. New customers can bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings Sportsbook. And uh, right now, put a fiver down on any of the matchups. Walk away an instant winner. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day in September. Football's more fun when you're in on all the action. You have to download the app now, sign up with the code PATRICK. New customers bet just $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with the code PATRICK. Fritzy? 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms of DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What's the music here, Marvin? Is this more Usher? It is. Okay. I've got to get uh, up to speed on Usher. I, I know he's talented. Uh, he's not in my uh, my repertoire. Okay. Yeah. Would you, how about give me five songs I need to listen to? Okay, we'll do. All and right. I think it's going to be five songs that will be played during this halftime okay. performance. All right. Fair enough. Jason McCourty joins us. What was your reaction when you heard Usher was going to be the halftime show, Super Bowl? I'm it. I'm excited. I'm an Usher fan, so uh, Usher's on my playlist, so I'm looking forward to Hopefully I can be in the building and we're going to the game. Did you ever sneak out to see the halftime performance when you played for the Patriots in a Super Bowl? I didn't. I only got a chance to play in one of them. I had been to – that was my fifth one that was in attendance uh, because obviously my brother played. So I was so focused on the game, I didn't have time to to go ahead and sneak out for the halftime performance. Who was the halftime performance? I don't know. <laughs> Paulie, do you have it? I, I think it was Maroon 5, Travis Scott. Oh. I think. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I literally have no idea. Belichick would never let you guys do that, right? Oh, he would He would have told you to just stay out there, go find a seat, <laughs> your family, the stands, and enjoy the game from there. <laughs> I don't know. What's the worst loss you ever suffered? Because we're we're like the number. Here's Denver losing by fifty, and and how do you react yep. when you're in the locker room when you lose when you're totally embarrassed? Do you remember that game? The New England Patriots playing the Tennessee Titans. The Titans had on the old throwback Oilers game. It was in the snow in Foxborough. I think that one was fifty nine to zero. That was the worst loss I had. That was my rookie year. Oh, that clip wow. continues to be played, but. Um, it's tough. Like it's it's complete silence usually when you go in the locker room. Everybody's just looking at each other. I mean, you and we lost. I feel like fifties is that kind of exception of a game when someone puts out that seventy. I said today on our show, it was like a high school basketball score. Seventy to twenty, one team is way better than the other one. That, that's embarrassing. That, that's tough in the locker room after. Yeah, but your margin of defeat is worse than what the Broncos suffered there. No doubt about it, but it comes to a certain point where it's almost like a mercy rule where 
the offense no longer is trying to throw the ball. They're just handing it off. So for them to actually get 70, <laughs> the Dolphins had their backups in the game, and they were still making big plays late in the game. So that 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 was ugly to witness. What do you see that the Dolphins are doing that's differently than anybody else right now? I would say the play design, all the shifts and motions, the way Mike McDaniel puts Tyreek Hill in motion so you can't have a guy standing at the line of scrimmage being able to jam him up and then have somebody over the top. That's been the big difference. And then Tua's just healthy this year. We looked at it, his numbers through three weeks last year and his numbers through three three, three weeks this year are exactly the same. Completions, yards, the wow. whole night. It's kind of incredible of what he's been able to do. So I would say play design has been amazing. It's a track team. They bring Devon A-Chain in with Molster and Tyreel. Jalen Waddle didn't even play in the game yesterday, <laughs> and they still scored 70 points. What is it like when there's fast? Like fast guys know fast guys. Tyreek Hill is fast among fast guys. You can't simulate that, that in practice, it. right? That's a great way to say it. I remember the first time I went against him. And not only is he fast, he's quick, but then he has an amazing acceleration. So he starts fast. He's not a guy that needs to build. And to your point, it is just different. And when he comes out on the field and everybody in the secondary is yelling, 10's on the left, 10's on the right, he has that type of capability where you always have to know where he's aligned and where he can hurt you from. The first drive of the game, he scores a 54-yard touchdown. That You're all right, all right, we're in for a treat today. And that's what it was, track team. I know we love to talk about the Cowboys win or lose, and now we have a different reason. It felt like they were reading their press clippings, like, yeah, we're great, defense great, Micah Parsons, maybe MVP, everything's going great, Mike McCarthy, and then you have the Cardinals. How do you explain, I know we got to give credit to the Cardinals, the Dallas had some, Dallas had some offensive linemen not in there, but you lose 28-16, how do you explain that? Uh, for them, you just were hoping you could just continue to play New York, New Jersey teams for the entire <laughs> season because through the first two weeks, Giants and Jets, it was 70 to 10, and it didn't look like they were going to be beat. And they just didn't look ready to play in a sense. They got in the red zone a bunch of times, couldn't convert. And defensively, I know they lost Siobhan Diggs this week, but at the same time, it wasn't the pass game that absolutely killed them. It was Arizona being able to run the ball. So sometimes maybe you need that humbling loss early in the season, but then you've got to ask yourself at this point with the Cowboys, are they really good or did they go against a Giants and Jets team who are kind of down in the dumps, one without Aaron Rodgers and the Giants have just struggled a little bit early on this season. So then you really just start to wonder where this team is. But also, let, let's stay with the Jets here for a moment. I take away Aaron Rodgers, okay, but I still have the nucleus there that people thought was going to be a, certainly a playoff contender, if not a Super Bowl contender. Unreal watching them Sunday offensively. Just, all right, you maybe can't find so – they checked the ball down and it seemed like they threw the ball away on every single play. I mean, the fan was in the stands losing his teeth as he's yelling at Zach Wilson. You, it's hard to explain why it was – that bad offensively and I know the Patriots have a really good defense but even to the point where all right if Garrett Wilson if they they go one-on-one at any point in the game the hell with the play just chuck the ball up to him and see what he can do with it they said Brees Hall Dalvin Cook so it's hard to understand why it was still that bad because the Jets defense I mean they only gave up 15 points you got to be able to do something and I think that's the scary thing with Zach Wilson second overall pick and you were hoping all right he's been around greatness one of the best quarterbacks ever played his game for the last five six months something had to rub off and we're still searching to see what could have possibly rubbed off on him let's take away the cardinals and the cowboys result um worst loss with the colts beating the ravens in baltimore uh, the texans beating the jags in jacksonville I'm going to go to Texans and Jackson beating Jacksonville. Jacksonville in that division, AFC South, you came in this year like, all right, Trevor Lawrence last year, they stormed back. They win that first playoff game. They go on a roll to Kansas City. They lose by seven. Just all right, if he takes another step, we could be talking about him 
and an MVP type of season. And then what they can do in that division, because you have rookie quarterbacks with the Colts and with the Texans kind of hitting reset. And then the Titans drafting levers, but Tannehill has struggled. And they just haven't looked all the way apart this year. One and two so far. I know they lost to the Chiefs who didn't play good ball. So I would say that was the game I thought for them, a division opponent setting the tone early on, mm. and they weren't able to do it. All right, I'll leave you with this. Who has more wins at the end of the season? The Denver Broncos or the Colorado mm. Buffaloes? Oh, I'm going Colorado Buffaloes. <laughs> you give up seven you give up seventy points. I'm not picking you for anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you got the Bears against Denver coming up next week. Somebody's got to win that game. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a thriller. That's one we're all circling that we can't wait uh to be a part of. Yeah, somebody does have to win that game. Um I, Well the they Bears don't have to. They could end talk a, about they could end in a tie, but which will, that, that, that would, anybody in sports media would just absolutely love that. That would be fitting. Between those two teams yeah. To be able to talk about that all week. Do you remember a Bill Belichick pregame speech where you're like, wow. <laughs> no, Bill, Bill, Bill wasn't, <laughs> Bill wasn't giving you. I, I, I remember being a senior in college and uh, Coach Shiano was my coach at Rutgers and Bill and him were close. Steve uh, was a long snapper for us and eventually went on to coaching. And we're one in five, I think, at the time. And Bill comes in to speak to the team. His main message to us was in a very monotone, you guys want to improve, play better. That's the key. You just need to play better. We walked away. We won seven straight games after he talked to us, and we played better. But that was his message. Just play better. Thanks. Appreciate it, Coach. And he has no emotion in his voice. No, zero. And the one good thing, though, it, it stays the same. No matter win, loss, or whatever, he'll be in meetings, and he'll be getting after somebody. He'll be the same boy. I, I mean, th- this is the effort we're giving. I, I mean, my grandmother could get down the field faster than you can on this. So it was almost like he'd be attacking you, or you'd feel like a terrible football player, but you'd also be laughing because the voice in which he did it in, you kind of felt like it was endearing. So you'd be in the back of the meeting room laughing, but like, Damn, Bill just killed my confidence going into the week. But Brady would yell. Brady would. Brady would have some good ones uh, before the game. And I think it was because I was old when I got to New England. I was in my 10th year, and Brady was 10 years older than me. So it was like when you see, like, your dad or your uncle, they get fired (laughs) up about something, and they show their passion. Like, that was Brady before the game, and you knew, like, he meant absolute business when he showed up on Sunday. So he was always fun to be around because you would make fun of Brady the same way you would any of your teammates. And he loved it. So that, I tell people all the time, that was the coolest thing about him. He was just one of the guys. Great to talk to you, Jace. Uh, congrats on your success. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Jason McCording, NFL Network. Good morning, football. Great show. Uh, played cornerback for 13 seasons and won the Super Bowl. So is Maroon 5? Yeah, during the, the Patriots Super Bowl, I think, 18-19 season, Maroon 5. Travis Scott? Yeah. Big Boy, maybe? Big Boy, guest appearance? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I remember Maroon 5 playing at a Super Bowl party, uh, direct TV at a Super sure. Bowl party. Yeah, like six years ago, maybe? Um, yeah, I don't know. I got, uh, yeah, Usher's coming up this year. Last year, Rihanna. Re. Uh, 2022 was Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Hmm. 2021 was The weekend. Remember he had all the glass stuff on yeah, stage? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 2020, Shakira, Jennifer Lopez, Bad Bunny, and a few other people I don't know. Lady they, Gaga, right around the corner there, too. Yeah. Lady Gaga, 2017. Yeah. She came in from the, the top of the, the stadium, Top didn't rope, she? yeah. Yeah. She crushed it. Yeah, too. she did. Uh, Those are all pretty good. That whole list, but we haven't had a, a country ensemble. Um, country. No, I can't find one. That's well, you want it to be entertaining. Wow! wow. Dang! Watch what are you, out! What are you talking know, country about? Country music fans are gonna be mad at me. Distancing myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> Two thousand three, Shania Twain was part of a couple of people that were up there. There you go. Shania's I mean, entertaining. Like you, could, there's. I could get five. Con- I could get. Five country artists together. Sure. 
and to have them do the you know crossovers like where they have like a because a lot of them mix up with rap groups, you know, uh, hip hop acts. Yeah, I don't need that. But that might be good for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, no, it gets a little tired. Like, all right, great. Yeah. How about some wholesome music there? When did Chris Stapleton do the national anthem? Which last super, was that last, last year? year Super Bowl? Yeah, oh, man, he nailed that. Yeah. Did he do the anthem or did he do God Bless America? Ooh, checking. Uh, Chris Stapleton. The fella can sing. Yes, he I'll tell can. You that. He, he can. The fella can write a song and sing. He is a great artist. Yes, he is. But you could put Keith Urban out there. You yeah. could get uh, our good buddy Darius Rucker could be sure. out there. Darius would be great. Would, yes, for sure. Yeah. Darius would be great. And then if the Dolphins are in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh no. He'd volunteer. And then the Dolphins will make him cry when they lose. Yes, Paul. Luke Bryan in 2017 did the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of people have done national. Chris Stapleton, Demi Lovato, Gladys Knight, Pink, Lady Gaga, mm. all in the past ten years. Yes, we know it's Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh, we love Just, Lady Gaga. I know, but I, I I say Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah. But I think that Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga is based off a song by Queen, Radio. Oh, Radio Gaga. Gaga. I think I don't know, but I know the song by Queen. We're going with it. All right, thank you, Marvin. You got it. All right, Kevin in Denver. Good morning. How's morale, Kevin? Hey, Kev. Morning, GT. Hey, How's Kev. Uh, great. Yeah. What do you have for me? Uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best as a Packers fan. That fourth quarter, uh, first three weren't so great, but great to see them come by and squeak out a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst is worst of the weekend being in Denver, Colorado. Just the the what you guys have been talking about the landslide losses but the coaching job so far by sean payton and i think the real worst was that mcdaniel just didn't kick that field goal at the end of the game and just kind of passed on the record yeah i'm glad that he did that you know don't don't chase points you don't it's not like you get style points you do that in in football college football not in the nfl And, and don't make yourself the target uh kevin in ohio hi kevin Hey, five nine and two heavy. Uh, I got a new name for Crappen State. Crappensburg State. Crappensburg State. Yeah. The Hot Mess Express. Hot Mess Express. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. We have sold a lot of Crappensburg State T-shirts. A lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's like Omaha, Omaha. We sold a lot of Omaha, Omaha shirts. Thousands of those. Yes, Pauline. I wore my Crappensburg State shirt on Friday evening up in Vermont. Mm. I was hoping that someone would see the shirt and ask, is that a school? Where is that school? I've never heard of it. Mm -hmm. The opposite happened. A guy who happened to be a fan of the show in the middle of nowhere, Vermont, walks by and goes, ha, 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 there's the crap you shirt. He pointed right at me. (laughs) Grant in Phoenix. Hi, Grant. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, thanks so much for taking my call. Uh, 5, 11 and a half and a hard 135. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to give you a best and bester of the weekend, if I could. Okay. Uh, so the best of the weekend is that my brother-in-law got cleared to drive. He had a TBI back in September of 2022. And as of Saturday, he went six months without having a seizure. So he can drive again. And the bester is that his Detroit Lions beat the Falcons. All right. Well, thank you, Grant. Lions look fun. Yeah. Look good. Yeah, Morph. Should be 3-0. and Yeah, they should. But that's football, Morph. For the Lions. Yeah. Just like last year. Yeah. Dave in Oregon. Then we'll take a break. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning. Dan, Dan Epps. Love the show. 5-8, uh, 195. Marvin, great pickup. I don't know, draft pick or free agent. Wonderful, <laughs> Marvin. Uh, I just got to rattle off the best and worst. Uh, best is Oregon sending kind of a, I don't know, reality check, wake-up call. Not so much to Colorado, but to the, the media that was just pumping them up. I like I like Dion. Dion sends a good message. Uh, worst, Denver D. Oh, my God. Um, it, I didn't. No, Nathaniel Hackett is their defensive coach. Is he cursed? Oh, I see what Dave did there. I, they have to be Enver this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got to be the Enver Broncos. 
Took away the D, Marvin. Dang. No, no, no. No, not in my head. Like, yes, I got it. Yeah. But the audience didn't hear the nod. Enver. Oh, I'm nodding, everybody. En- America, I'm nodding. Enver. Enver Bronco. Enver. No D. No yeah. D. Yeah, you got to... You have to earn the D back, and it might be lowercase. Not going to be uppercase. They don't get a big D yet. No, they don't. Let's take a break. <laughs> Better take a break. Take a break here. Last call for phone calls. What we learn once in store tomorrow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. And right now, check out the nft.paniniamerica.net one-of-a-kind digital cards. You're going to get them in the packs or also public auctions that are located on the site. And what are you going to get there? Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the newest released packs from all the biggest Panini brands now is NFTs. Panini NFT platform, the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs. And Panini NFT trading cards, giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. Panini has also been turning up the heat and signing some of the biggest names. They have the uh, one-of-a-kind NIL deals. Texas quarterback Quinn Ewers, freshman sensation, USC-wide receiver Zachariah Branch, and Arch Manning. Be on the lookout for college football's top players in Panini's NIL products coming soon. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards and NFTs of The Dan Patrick Show. 
Get to uh, phone calls this day in sports history. All of that coming up on the program. Josh in Indianapolis. Hi, Josh. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. First time, long time. Uh, start off. Yes, I am a Michigan fan, and I do hate to pile on Ryan Day, but you're leaving out one important fact. Lou Holtz gave that interview sitting opposite of somebody dressed up as a caricature of Lou Holtz. It was a joke hype segment to get people excited, and he took it to the nth degree. Okay. All right. I mean, I have no problem with it. Ryan Day is the one who had a problem with it. I mean, I was like, all right, I couldn't care less. You could question Ryan Day's teams the last couple of years as far as being physical. That's, that's fact. But, you know, the fact that even on the biggest play of the game, they didn't out-physical Notre Dame. They, they ran a jet sweep against 10 men. Right? Like, okay. I mean, we're not talking about Lombardi's Packers here, where you're just steamrolling people. He is lost to physical teams. Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, Michigan again. This is a game that I believe Ohio State was favored in. Were they favored by two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, so you make it seem like, oh my God, we shocked the world. You were favored. That's all. It, this is about Ryan Day. This isn't about, you know, his players. Yes, he. People say Michigan needs to keep tabs on uh, Lloyd Carr here moving forward just to make sure. <laughs> he <laughs> didn't say anything, man. <laughs> he could get squirrely on you. Hey, Lloyd, yeah. let's uh, yeah. not do any media for yeah. the time being. Okay? Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Doug in Syracuse. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, I'd like my best is my Syracuse Orangemen. My worst is the Yankees. And I'm wondering if anybody say where Crappensburg State is from. Is it from Flushing or Brownsville, Texas? Wow. Wow. Well done. Well done. I I like Flushing Meadow, New York. Right right around where the uh, Mets play, which would be appropriate. That's also the U.S. Open of Flushing Meadow. I never understood that. When I first got to New York back in the 80s, I was like, why do they call it Flushing Meadow? Like, it, yeah, like they don't, those words don't seem like they go together. Flushing in a meadow. I just assumed it was Shartlesville, PA. <laughs> Shartlesville, PA. Oh, home of Crappensburg State? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Sister school to Skidmore College. Skidmore is close by. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This day in uh, sports history, Paul. Got a couple. 1882, the first Major League Baseball doubleheader was played between Worcester and Providence. 1882. Mm-hmm. 1965, Satchel Page, pitcher for the KC Athletics, at age 59, pitched three shutout innings against the Boston <laughs> Red Sox. 59. How about that? Uh, 1993, Charles Barkley and Blank were guests on Saturday Night Live. Charles Barkley and the musical guest was? I know this one. See? The Nirvanas. Nirvana. Saturday Night Live, 1993. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2001, Michael Jordan announced that he would return to the NBA as a player for the Washington Wizards. It was also on this day, 2000. Oh. Vince Carter jumped over Frederick Weiss uh, in the Summer Olympics. It certainly didn't change Vince as much as it changed Frederick Weiss. And didn't the Knicks draft Frederick they sure Adel did. Weiss? Yes. And he said, no thanks. Yeah. If that's what the NBA is, I'm all right. Yeah. If guys jump like that, I don't want to play against them. Uh, Dave in Ohio. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind today? Hey, uh, Dan. The best was I'm uh, watching Ohio State beat Notre Dame. And the worst was my prostrate biopsy I had done on Thursday. And the worst was I thought the Jaguars should have played better than they did against uh, the Texans. But I'm glad to see CGA excel in the NFL. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. So it was a tie, the prostate, prostate. biopsy, and the Texans? I think. Uh, anytime touchdown scores, Rams and Bengals. Anybody want to take a guess? Who is who? Uh, there's actually two players tied. Best Jamar. odds to score a touchdown. Jamar? Uh, he is third. Third? Well, second, because two guys are tied for first. Joe Mixon? Uh-huh. Kyron Williams? 
uh, running back for the Rams. Yeah, for Notre Damer. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's uh, tonight. Anybody got an upset tonight? Rams? Anybody got the Rams? Anybody got the Buccaneers? And no, I got <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Uh, <laughs> the Bengals are giving three to the Rams. The Eagles are giving five to the Bucks. Uh, let's see. Anything else needs to be mentioned? Oh, final results of the poll question there, Steve O'Connor. Yeah, Dan, we got up there. Uh, who will have more wins this season? Ooh. The apparently it says Colorado Buffaloes <laughs> and the Denver okay. Broncos. That's good. Okay. Uh, right now, people have eighty-three percent with uh, Colorado. All right. Yeah, Paul. According to DraftKings, Draft Colorado's over/under right now is five and a half wins. The Broncos' over/under is five and a half wins. What did you learn today, Seton O'Connor? Tasty. Uh, I learned, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Who's the coach of the Broncos? Sean Payton. Sean Payton, thank you. He'd probably rather be back in the booth. Uh, Marvin. They're the Enver Broncos. Enver, yeah. They got to earn the D. Pauling. Howard Dean reference on the show today. Yeah! I learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Cash back from trips and restaurants. See terms, check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash smash. Man, that show went by quickly. Might be the best show we've done in a long time. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Fritzy wasn't here today. He'll be here tomorrow. You've been warned. Talk to you then. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.